1: is filled with the examples and the motivation of men and women who faithfully and devotedly follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll never know the names of countless multitudes of these godly people. Many of the greatest exploits for the Savior have received no attention at all because they've been performed in the shadows, and the secret places, where only the Father which seeth in secret could observe them. The judgment seat of Christ will surely reveal the identities and the deeds of innumerable heroes for Christ, whose names we never knew on this earth. And I treasure the hope of spending eternity getting to know millions of faithful fellow believers from all over the world throughout the church age. Until then. I am strengthened in my faith by reading the writings of people from years gone by who loved and served the Lord, who studied, lived, and preached His Word, who stood for Jesus, and who fought the same kinds of battles that every dedicated disciple of Jesus fights. With some of these believers, we know a great deal about their lives, and we have many volumes of their sermons and their writings. With others, we know much about their lives— but we have little of their preaching or teaching. And then there are those about whose lives we know relatively few details, but who wrote extensively and effectually, and we know their passion for the Lord through their written works. John Trapp is a man about whose life we know a limited amount of detail, but whose heart we know by reading his commentaries on the Bible. John Trapp was a Puritan in the 17th century. Puritanism was not an organized group, but rather an ideology. In a nutshell, the Puritans believed that the Church of England was still too much like the Roman Church, that it needed to be purified of its unscriptural practices. The Puritan John Trapp was born in England in 1601, and he died in 1669. He and his wife Mary had eleven children. John Trapp was an Anglican pastor for much of his life. Just to get a feel for where John Trapp fits on the timeline in history, he would have been 10 years old when the King James Bible was published. He was 19 years old when the Pilgrims landed in the New World. And though he was a few years older than John Bunyan, their lives overlapped by several decades. John Trapp's greatest contribution to Christianity long term, and the thing for which he is best known, is his five-volume commentary on the whole Bible. John Trapp's commentaries are unique in that they don't generally give the in-depth background or analysis that many other commentators provide. John Trapp mainly gives his succinct thoughts and observations on various passages. Listen to Charles Spurgeon's very interesting way of describing John Trapp as a Bible commentator. Trapp will be most valuable to men of discernment, to thoughtful men. To men who only want a start in a line of thought and are then able to run alone. Trap excels in witty stories on the one hand and learned allusions on the other. He comments as if he had been nothing else but a commentator all his days. Trap is my especial companion and treasure. I can read him when I am too weary for anything else. Trap is salt, pepper, mustard, vinegar, and all the other condiments. Put on the table when you study. And when you have your dish ready, use him by way of spicing the whole thing. Yes, gentlemen, read Trapp, certainly. And if you catch the infection of his consecrated humor, so much the better for your hearers. As I read John Trapp's commentaries, I find that his insights on various subjects often pack the punch of an entire sermon. See if you agree. On Christian Living, John Trapp wrote, Christianity is not a talking, but a walking with God, and at the last day it shall be required of men not merely what they have said, but how they have acted. About disobedience, he wrote, as there is the same roundness in a little ball as in a great one, so the same disobedience in a small sin as in a greater. Regarding giving glory to the Lord, John Trapp wrote, in all addresses to God, Give the honor to him. Take humility to thyself. Listen to this intriguing statement about hearing God's word. Life doth now enter into the soul at the ear, as at first death did. Trapp doesn't beat around the bush when he talks about heresy. They that rest the scriptures are blinded, as papists and other brain-sick heretics. John Trapp writes this about hypocrisy. Hypocrites may easily deceive not others only, but themselves too, as a drunken stage player that in his drunkenness acting a king's part, thinks himself a king indeed. On the subject of patience, he writes, patience must not be an inch shorter than the affliction. He observed this about man's sin nature. The first man defiled the nature, and ever since, the nature defileth the man. John Trapp was a lifelong Bible student and a Spirit-led thinker, and his writings will enhance the faith of every Spirit-led thinking Bible student who reads them. Christian, living your life in diligent pursuit of God's truth will cause you to reap rich rewards. Stay the course.
0: We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you.
1: So dear Christians, stay the course. God's promise it is yours. We shall